My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, it is good to be back here behind the microphone. My highest honor and pleasure. It's good to be back with each and every one of you. Appreciate those who filled in with us last week. That would include, oh boy, uh, Chris Dunham, Monday, Tuesday. Micah Beckwith, Wednesday, Thursday, John Crane, last Friday. Truly appreciate the folks who have who step in um, and, and help with that. Uh, I'm blessed, and I think hopefully you were blessed by listening as well. Some really, really good folks um, who can fill in when we're out. But here we are back at it. Email address if you want to be part of the conversation, part of the program. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. You can also text us or call the Huff Hotline. Same number, call or text 317-210-2830. 317-210-2830. So, oh, folks, it's a Monday, number one. Number two, it's I was out last week. So I know Mondays are always busy, catching up over the weekend. And then, of course, being out a full week, there's a whole plethora of things that we could get into today. Um, and I do want to talk about a little bit about some things that have been happening in my absence. I want to make sure that we touch on those, including Hurricane Ian, which hit um, the southwest coast of Florida last week. I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, in particular, there's other things I want to get to as well. By the way, I should remind you. Now, we have listeners all across this wonderful nation, all across the Fruited Plain. A lot of you are located in Indiana, which is, of course, home base for yours truly. So we're only 37 days away, by my count, 37 days away from Election Day, which is November 8th. And I just want to say this off the top. Probably will mention this in the days to come as well. But 
a lot of states, I, again, I, Indiana, I think you have to be registered 30 days. I think it's 30 days uh, from election day. So that only gives you a week if you're here. I don't know about other states. Heck, if you're in some states, you can just walk in, tell them you want to vote Democrat, and they'll give you 50 ballots. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Can't joke about these things. The Nazis will be here in moments if I do that too much. I'm just messing around, but there is an element of truth in the way that the Democrats talk about this, which is why, which is why when I talk, when I talk about election integrity and voter registration, voter identification, yeah, the, the deadline to vote or to register in Indiana is what, October 11th? So I think it's about 30 days, not quite, but pretty close. But when we talk about election integrity, of course, of course, folks, you have to have some security. And the Democrats today play politics with that, as you well know, as we've talked about on this program. Any attempt at securing a voting location is deemed as a type of voter suppression. So I guess we could say, well, we are trying to suppress votes that should not be legally cast. Hopefully every person every person in well listening distance of my voice would agree that we should not try to have or should i should say try to prevent folks from uh, voting who should not be voting at the same time making it accessible but also understanding that every time that a polling place is open every time that there are votes being you know uh cast that there must be security every day that it's open every time a ballot can pass through the mail every t- every day that passes that there's something happening that pertains to voting something could be taken advantage of and if we don't accept that basic reality we're never going to get we're never going to get this fixed and figured out and all on the same page i want every legal vote to count and of course there should be Folks, there should be some sort of criteria, right? You just can't drive around the courthouse square or your favorite polling place and yell out the people you want someone to put on a ballot. And some folks, I think, would say if you don't allow that, you're somehow trying to suppress certain people from voting. So that is coming up, right? The Republicans are in good shape. And, you know, look, I'm not... I'm not necessarily, I'm a conservative, as you well know, those that have listened to this program, but I'm not necessarily a Republican. Now, I typically vote Republican because I do believe that that is the party that Republicans, excuse me, conservatives can have more influence in. I mean, the idea of a even a moderate Democrat today. In fact, even a liberal Democrat. We, we have gone so crazy, or they have gone so crazy in the Democrat Party. They are eons and light years away from having the party of Kennedy being represented in today's Democrat Party. It has become a party of leftists. Even the liberals are being overshadowed and overpowered by these radical, insane, unhinged, godless members of the radical left. They are running that party It is critically important that we vote this election day, which is, again, 37 days away. And depending upon where you are, registration dates may vary. But here in Indiana, my home base, it's October 11th. So let's start today by talking about Hurricane Ian. 
Hurricane Ian hit the Gulf, well, the southwest coast of Florida last week, and it was a massive storm. Massive storm. Um, the death toll, as of my last check, was, I believe, 50. 50 people died. You've seen pictures of roads that were washed away, storm surge, winds, uh, all sorts of damage, just destructive, powerful force of a hurricane that hit uh, that southwest coast of the state of Florida. And, of course, we immediately... we're Folks, A, we've got an election that is 37 days away. The Democrats are in a ma- massive, massive hole. They know it. There's no reason we've gone through this extensively. There's no reason. They can give voters absolutely zero reason to vote for them. High inflation, high gas prices, no solution. The country is more divided right now than it ever was under President Donald J. Trump. We have interest rates going up. We have a recession, even though they deny that we're in a recession. We are in a literal recession. We'll see when the next quarterly numbers come out, if that recession has continued or if it has stopped. But we were in two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. That is the well-established and universally accepted definition of a recession, at least when anybody besides Joe Biden has been president. So there's no reason. We've got the botched and disastrous situation in Afghanistan. We have, of course, Russia flexing its muscles in ways that some would argue, many would argue, would never have happened under President Donald J. Trump. We've got China on the march. I mean, there's, there is no no reason for this administration to give to the voters as to why they should be voted for. So what did they do? They turned to fear-mongering and the politics of division, the superficial politics where they try to focus on our physical differences, the differences that we have based upon the color of our skin, ethnic or cultural differences, uh, maybe language differences, maybe uh, gender. Well, that's that's a tricky one for them. They want to say that this is an election where they're going to, if you vote for them, they're going to codify or codify Roe versus Wade, meaning they are going to take that decision that the Supreme Court had originally decided or ruled back in 1973, which has recently been overturned. They're going to take that decision, they say, some of them anyway, some of them won't dare say this because they know that this will get them unelected or will make them lose the upcoming elections. But some will say, we're going to codify. We're going to make Roe versus Wade the law of the land. If you just vote for Democrats, we're going to make sure that people have voting rights. They act as though people cannot vote. This is absurd. I talked about it at the beginning of the show really briefly. It's an absolutely insane, asinine argument. But nonetheless, this is what they do. This is how they do it. And this is where we find ourselves ultimately finding no reason, no reason to vote for Democrats. There's no Donald J. Trump on the ballot. So they can't, well, they can try to connect people to him. They've invested everything in demonizing and causing hatred for that man. He's not on the ballot, which is a problem for them. But so they're trying to associate all Republicans with 
Donald J. Trump. They think that that still hurts uh, Republicans with people who are undecided or people who are moderate or what have you. But the truth is a a very sizable chunk of people who actually cast their ballots for Biden don't wish they could have that basically a redo, a mulligan, if you will. They wanted to have a revote. In fact, if you remember this, back during the 2020 election, one of the most searched phrases, actually, I think for a time it was literally number one. You'd have to check on this. I can't swear that that's true, but it was up near the top. It was something like, how do I change my vote? (laughs) How do I change my vote? That was actually something that was near the top or at the top of Google searches during the election. And so people have immediately, some well, in some cases they had immediate buyer's remorse, and in many cases they've had at least buyer's remorse over the uh, course of the past two years. No reason Democrats have to give voters to vote for them. So what do they do? They do what they always do. They scare people. They scare people. And they use, they use the hurricane as an example of that. And there's two ways they do that. I'll get into those as the program unfolds. Two ways that they do that. They try to politicize this natural disaster. Absolutely. We're going to go through some, some facts and figures. And I want you to just decide for yourself. If you think, if you think based upon what the fear mongers are telling you and based upon what the actual data is from NOAA, what is that, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric administration i think we're going to read we're going to tell you what what their the actual government numbers are for the numbers of named storms in a given season the number of hurricanes because not every named storm actually becomes a hurricane and then of those hurricanes how many become major hurricanes in an average year what we've had so far this year what noah predicted would happen this year how they talk about it when those numbers are higher and how they talk about it when the numbers are lower and how they use that to scare people into saying if you don't want planet Earth to be wiped off, the land on planet Earth to be totally washed away with storm surge. I don't care. You could live on Pikes Peak and they want you to think that you are in risk of a hurricane coming through and wiping you off the face of this planet due to climate change. And you have to vote for Democrats in order to do that. And of course, not just that, but they're also playing politics with the way, I don't know if you've seen this, but Kamala out there, Kamala's out there wanting to give hurricane aid to people based upon their race and ethnicity. (laughs) Just, and people are cheering this. I I mean, they've lost their minds. Whatever, Whatever percentage of their minds they were using, these leftists, Again, left, the radical leftist ideology is rooted in strong emotion. It's rooted in fear. It's not, it's not rooted in logic. It is a morally bankrupt worldview and ideology. It is, a, it is a sinking and shifting sand. There is nothing solid or trustworthy or dependable about it. It refuses to accept that there is truth, except for the times it wants to claim that its beliefs are true, but if you press them... Like, for example, if you ask them what a woman is, five seconds after them telling you that they are fighting feverishly to defend women's rights, that's fantastic. What's a woman? I don't know. 
this sort of stuff. It's nonsense. It's hogwash. More and more people are becoming aware of it, thank goodness, but it still is dangerous and it still is effective with a lot of people. So that's why we got to get out there and vote here, my friends. And I have to take a timeout. Quick timeout. When we come back, we'll pick up, talk about these things and a whole lots of other things that I want to get into as well. We'll do that on the other side of the break. Sit tight, my friends. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable My Pillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. back my friends so 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 let's get into the 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 politics here of this all right we politicize national excuse me natural disasters that's what climate change politics does so let's really quickly here hurricane ian which by the way i am not saying i am not trying to minimize this storm this was a monster this was nasty this was deadly this was devastating So that is not at all what I'm trying to do. I'm simply pointing out that they want you you to see this and believe that this hurricane is bad because you drive or your neighbor drives or somebody drives an SUV or there's too much air travel in the United States today or because you eat beef and the cattle out there with their flatulence or just causing all sorts of gases to be emitted into the atmosphere, trapping heat, changing not just temperatures on the earth, no, 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 actual climate. To, uh, by the way, you know this is what they do. They say anytime, anytime that the changes in temperature help them further their agenda, they'll say, look, it's getting hot, hurricanes are bad. And you say, well, isn't that weather? No, that's climate. But anytime that the temperatures the weather actually show that or indicate that maybe there isn't a quote change in climate they'll say well that is just weather it's just i get so sick of this i just wish whatever side of the issue you fall on here i just wish people were critical thinkers instead of just buying into stuff whole cloth just wherever it takes us because if you look and and i look at this first through the lens of how people manipulate power in politics that's how i that's how i look at this i look at this i'm not a scientist although i can play one on the show <laughs> no but i want to i do read about this stuff and of course i've studied and uh, you know different different things but i'm certainly not 
a scientist, but a lot of this stuff, folks, that never intimidates me. I wasn't a talk show host until I trained myself how to do it by studying, by studying the great Rush Limbaugh, by listening to folks like Dave Ramsey and understanding how to communicate, how to paint verbal pictures or whatever has to happen here. A lot that goes into that. I don't want to get into that. But the point is, educated people, curious, forget about people you have, I have, we have, by virtue of being created in the image of a God with infinite power, we are created in that in his image, right? So we have, we're a mere reflection. That doesn't mean that we have infinite power or infinite knowledge, but we have the ability, we have the ability to think. And our abilities to think and understand things are pretty remarkable. They are. They're pretty remarkable. Now, obviously, we have people of varying intelligence, differing levels of education, which, by the way, oftentimes education, I should, Way too many instances. How about this? I, I'm not down on formal education. I am warning people on what that often means or many times means in certain circles, which is which is basically you've gone through a process where they've pressed pressed into you or impressed upon you radical leftist ideology. That is that's often what happens, especially in look, I was a political science major, so that's the kind of stuff that some of those some of those professors, they believe that that is their mission is to produce little leftists. I'm t- I, that's just the truth as, as I believe that that's true. So but we have the capability, whether we've been to college, whether we've graduated high school, those things oftentimes circumstances oftentimes dictate that. Something that we were going through at the time, maybe, Someone was rebellious. Heck, some of the most intelligent people don't like the formal education, right? So, but regardless of education level, we have the ability within us to to be critical thinkers, to get information, to ask questions. And my problems arise when people don't like there being questions, right? By the way, you may have seen that Gavin Newsom, the governor for the People's Republic of California has recently signed a piece of legislation that has implications on how doctors, what doctors can do if they have questions or concerns about vaccine safety. And so lies, my friend, do not like to be questioned, right? People who are authoritarian, power hungry, they want you to be overwhelmed by the majesty of their presence. They want you to bow down, not ask any questions, get in line, sit down, shut up, let them make the decisions, tell you what you can and can't do. You play whatever role they think that they should assign you based upon their infinite wisdom and knowledge. And that's what they like. They don't like questions. They don't like criticism. They don't like any of that. Now, if you're after truth... I've thought a lot about this over over my life. Even in in recent uh, weeks, I remember having a conversation with someone about this. You know, we're after truth here. So, I, Socrates, I, you many of you are familiar with have read Socrates. 
the Socratic method, right? Asking questions, trying to get information and answers, thinking through things, debating that whole process, and coming to the realization of truth. You know, Socrates, in a way, would have said if he was actually wrong in a discussion, he actually, and he learned, and he came after, you know, through a debate, through a discussion, he would have come out learning something. He viewed himself as actually being a type of the winner there because he he learned something he didn't he didn't know but we don't have that today we have people who want something to be a certain way and it requires that they are in power which that's why if you look at the climate change legislation it always requires you to give up freedom you to empower them them to take your money you to have less choice and opportunity this my friends when i look at this through a a lens of a political lens which is the political lens is shaped by human nature, the desire of men, not just biological men, but humanity, certain people, to be lords and rulers over other people, not just people who have a desire to lead and, quote, be a public servant. That's not what I'm talking about. These people who want to lord it over you, they want to rule you, they want to issue dictates and decrees, these jokers, the Gavin Newsoms, the today's leftists, today's Democrat Party, these folks who want to make these decrees, these governors during COVID who were and mayors who were saying, you can't do this, you can't do that, you got to have this many masks on, you have to be this far away from people, which now we know did literally nothing to stop the spread of COVID-19, which we on this program were questioning from the beginning, just asking questions about this, just from a common sense perspective. In fact, many of those, well, some of those programs, maybe many at this point, have been taken down from platforms like YouTube because they didn't like our questions. They didn't like what a potential answer would be, I guess. Truth is not afraid of being questioned. Authoritarian power people who want to rule no matter what, even, in fact, oftentimes because I think deep down they know that what they are standing upon, what they are doing to people, is rooted in lies and deception and and a power-hungry spirit. And they want that to be hidden. You don't ask questions. You sit down, you shut up. And so if they say it's climate change, then it's going to be climate change. And in order to stop climate change and hurricanes from happening, which I think is the implication here from these folks who want to politicize this storm or the next storm or this hurricane season or whatever, the implication is if we would have done X, Y, and Z five years ago, 10 years ago, maybe this storm wouldn't have been so bad. And of course, it's it's a great situation for them to be in because they can't be, we can't prove anything. We can't say what would have happened if X, Y, and Z would have been passed. If, you know, we, we have nothing, we have no way of measuring that. And they love it. They can't be held accountable because there's no way to actually prove to them, prove to the voters, that their, their silly nonsense is ex- exactly that. It is a, it's silly nonsense and it's a power move. But they politicize this stuff immediately. Two ways. One of them is to push climate change politics, which, as I told you during COVID, they were paying very close attention to how people would 
toe the line on these arbitrary and ridiculous COVID restrictions and rules that were put in place truly haphazardly, flip of the coin, anti-logically, however, by these leftist governors, by these leftist mayors, heck, in some cases by Republican governors, people who, again, I think want more power, which there are on Republican side as well. But they were paying attention, and they realized if you could stir people into a frenzy so much, if you could make them so afraid of looking outside, if you can make them so afraid of breathing, if you can make them question everything they ever knew about how we, how we transmitted or uh, how, how we were infected by a virus, if, if people can change their opinions like that overnight – for that, you know, for something like that, they they paid attention. They paid attention in the climate change world as well. And so they never let a crisis go to waste. They will politicize this. They will politicize the next one. This is just who they are, how they do it. And it's an opportunity, especially in an election year. And I've got to take a break. Sit tight, my friends. More on this one when we return after the break. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. It's great to be back, back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So let's look here really quickly. We talked, touched on this briefly, but let's look at an average, an average year. We're we're told that these storms, we're told by some of these leftists, these storms are more powerful because because of climate change. Not just climate change, man-made climate change man excuse me humanity's humanity's effort to uh i guess well, to, to to make life more bearable and <laughs> i love life that's not the way that i wanted that to sound to make life more pleasant and to give us you know modern day amenities like electricity and refrigerated food and running water and whatever else that, you know, cars and all this, air travel, in an effort to make, to provide more and more uh, to to society, they want us to believe that that's caused, that, that is the root cause, the driving force of there being more, more hurricanes or more powerful hurricanes. So on average, in an average year, there are 14 named storms, this is over the past 30-year period that began in 91, and this is data through 2020. So there's an average of 14 named storms. That includes those that are just tropical storms that don't reach hurricane status. Half of those reach hurricane status, so there's seven hurricanes in an average year. In an average year, there are three major hurricanes. So basically, this is overly – this isn't quite – this is very close to – this is a good – what do I want to say? A, a good – way of thinking about it easy to remember there's 14 storms half of those are hurricanes and half of the hurricanes are major hurricanes that's so not exactly right because half of seven is 3.5 i know we might have some bernie sanders mathematicians in here that's you know you probably wonder how do you have a half of a major hurricane so i rounded down in the example just to give you kind of a just an easy to remember sort of template so, so far this year, 2022, there have been nine named storms, four hurricanes, and two major hurricanes. 
Now, before the season started, which the season runs from June 1 through November 30, and the peak season is mid-August through mid-October, which we're nearing the end of the peak season now, very end of the peak season. In fact, according to this data, 40% of all tropical storms occur in the month of September. So that's September's the month. So you get the, the latter half of August, the first half of October, and the month of September. That's when it's really, really active. So we're, at, we're nearing the end of that. We're not done with that. Who knows what will happen? I don't know. Never pretending to know. So, so far, nine named storms, four of those are hurricanes, two of those major hurricanes. I mean, it's fitting the average model exactly, right? I mean, maybe a little bit less. We'll see if we have five more named storms. Who knows? NOAA, the National, what is it, Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, whatever it is, one of those government acronyms, said that uh, they expected a an above-average season this year. For the seventh consecutive year, they thought we'd have 14 to 21 named storms, which, again, I'm not saying we won't. I'm just saying so far it doesn't look like it. They predicted 6 to 10 hurricanes, and they predicted 3 to 6 major hurricanes. Last year, 2021, was the third most active year. This is by NOAA's a statement made by NOAA. Uh, the third most active year on record in terms of named storms. It was uh, marked the sixth consecutive above normal Atlantic hurricane season. And it was the first time on record that hurricanes, or excuse me, two consecutive hurricane seasons exhausted the list of 21 storm names. So they named storms in alphabetical order, starting with A. They go down the list. They skip five of the letters, I have Q and U and X and stuff like that. Leaving, their, leaving 21 letters they start storm names with. Previously, in, in years past, once you got through that list, they started going through the Greek alphabet, but they realized that this was too confusing for people since it's happened two times uh, recently, two consecutive seasons. So what did they do? They started with the second list of, of names as well. And we're on... What do we just, with Ian, we just had Ian, so we're, you know, halfway through that, I mean, roughly halfway through that. So, but they want you to believe that these storms are more numerous, more powerful. They don't want you to ask questions, and they have been in recent years, but there were, there's been years when they've been well below what's been average, but they only want to talk about it when it's in their favor. In fact, I did a show, we did an episode, a podcast, a cut, well, this show, it's a podcast or the radio show, you go back a few weeks, maybe a month, and I brought this up because there was no real tropical storm hurricane activity. And I said at the time, this could change immediately. But we know that if we would have had four major storms by that point, they would have been blaming all this on climate change. But if there's not, why aren't they out there? And of course, we know the answer, but why aren't they out there telling us, whew, we dodged a bullet, climate change really isn't that big of a deal. If the hurricane season being more active than usual proves that there is climate change what does it mean if it's not as active as they predicted should they not say should they not be out there i mean if they're being consistent and if they really want you to believe they're trying to stop this stuff as silly as that might sound shouldn't they be out there saying you know 
you know what? We don't have as much to be worried about as we think. But no, they don't want to do that because there's something else going on here. And that something else includes power. It includes money. It includes you abiding, me abiding, the average American person abiding by these arbitrary rules set in place by these people who love power, who love authoritarianism, the real enemies I would maintain and contend, the real enemies against democracy are the clowns who are trying to gain more power, tax you more, take away your choices using the politics of fear. That's what they do. But it doesn't just stop there. They're also, if you're listening to Kamala Harris, vice president, by the way, vice president of the United States, she's out there saying that hurricane aid uh, is or will be or should be based upon race. Of course, DeSantis and the officials there in Florida say that that's not how it's done, but she's out there saying this nonsense, and I got a soundbite about that after the break. But again, this is political pandering. The politicization of natural disasters. I mean, there's nothing that's off limit for these these jokers. Quick time out, my friends. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. My friends, so it's not just the fear-mongering of climate change and how we are causing this, you are causing this, I'm causing this. It's not just that. It is also, well, again, in the words, words of Rahm Emanuel, never let a crisis go to waste. This is Kamala Harris. She's at the, what is this? I don't even know what she's at. She's out there spewing more nonsense about how we're going to distribute climate, or excuse me, um, hurricane relief. This is patently absurd and ridiculous, but listen, listen to this. Listen to what she says about how we are going to distribute aid to people who've been hit by a hurricane. Just listen to this. It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and, and impacted by, by issues that are not of their own making. And wait so we, 
Absolutely. And women. And so is a we woman? have to she address this in a way that is about giving resources based on oh, equity, understanding gosh. that we, we fight for equality, but we mm-hmm. also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And Kamala's there to And fix if we it. want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we, we have to take into it. account those disparities. Gotta, of course. Um, and, and do that work. A clap, applause, yeah. As though they can do this. From the same people who literally, I've gone through this before, I think the best example of this is they want you to believe that they can make this equitable, right? And this isn't just about equality, treating all people the same. No, no, no. This is about a government that is so, so efficient, a government that has no idea how many people come across the southern border, a government that botched every step of the COVID-19 response, a government that has driven inflation to numbers we haven't seen in decades. And by the way, a party who could not even ensure that all of its presidential debate or candidates during the debate process were given the same amount of time on stage, something that they should have been that's very easy to monitor and at least get close. They couldn't even come close on that, but they can somehow make sure they can somehow make sure that everybody has equitable outcomes. This is preposterous. People are in need. Whatever you, th- this this is just absolutely pathetic. Just despicable. She wants to give it based upon race and whether they're women and they can't even define what a woman is. This is beyond stupid, my friends. I've got to take a time out back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable my pillow sheets and not to be left out echo and tango love sleeping on their my pillow dog bed too visit mypillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code todd to save as much as 80 percent that's mypillow.com promo code todd Unfortunately, we're at the end of our time today. It's good to be back, though. I Again, I appreciate those who filled in for us last week. Chris Dunham, Micah, Beckwith, and John Crane on Friday. But it's good to be back. And, of course, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that is on my list to get to today that we just did not uh, get to as well. Maybe, depending upon what happens in the news cycle today... We might talk about those tomorrow or sometime later this week. But music telling me it's time to wrap up for the day. It's good to be back. Have a great week, folks. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. 
Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD.